0: we do every single Saturday on these airwaves my name is Casey Steve the voice of your valley on Merced's news talk station 107.3 FM 1480 AM KYOS come on Merced let's go that's you Winton we've The to Flanada. Flanada Strong. Ah, where else? Gilmar. River Valley. Yeah. Hey, so many things going on. So happy to have you here with us. Post-Valentine's uh, Day Week, weekend love in the air that's right and we gotta get ready to go out of this segment Dave Luna Ah, getting ready for the weekend Dave Luna has a staff he can cruise with Dave Luna the big kahuna tonight five to six if you can afford the gas Dave will cruise with you or you can sit on the couch at home and pretend you're driving on the uh, on what's left of the streets after the rainstorm again five to six the big kahuna Dave Luna so here we are, February 18th, 2023, Saturday, February 18th. I'll tell you, the month is flying by, and so is the year, my friends. Get out there, get those spring cleaning jobs done. That's right. While the grass is uh, light, while it's low, while it's that green, you know, that that uh, it's just full of water, kind of clogs up the lawnmower, but it's, it's a lot better than when it's 104 and uh, your neighbor's uh, yard is on fire and it's headed your way and you forgot to mow yours or the Fire department, nasty Graham. Did it to motivate you to uh, to get it pruned down? Now is the time of year. There's no leaves on the trees. You can see the limbs that need to be, uh, you know, chopped off. The dead ones, the one that's going to fall this summer when you don't want it to. So again, get out there, do those uh, those chores. Because is there any more rain in the future? What happened to the water? What happened to the water? I hear the governor now is like, hey, uh, maybe, hey, dude, maybe we should, uh, you know, uh, save more or something. You know, be able to uh, utilize it better as it comes off the hills. Well, it's trillions of gallons. I forget how many years worth of usage was just, uh, well, allowed to go into the sea. But again, I digress. It's a beautiful, beautiful day. Saturday. A nice weekend. Lots of things going on out there. In the, it's a holiday weekend for you folks in government. Uh, schools, what else? Every, president's Day. I think we used to have president uh, two uh, holidays for presidents that we used to celebrate Lincoln's and Washington's birthday. Now we've just combined it into President's Day. So Monday there will not be a Merced City Council meeting as there normally would, because as you know, they're the first and third Mondays of the month, but this Monday is a holiday. So the, me- the meeting will be on the 21st, down there at the beautiful the palatial City Hall building down there on West 18th Street there's a lot going on. Of course last weekend the Merced City Council had their goals and priorities strategic planning session. It went on for well almost close to four hours and a lot a uh, lot of interesting information, a lot of interesting comments. To the direction of the council is still dare I say fairly divided. I got a little heated there about an hour in. A little back and forth. Of course, Jesse Ornalis, the the thug on the council, you know, throwing his uh, throwing his weight around. Not too much because he's got a bad knee. But it, it was uh, it was interesting to see him go after go after four of the council, you know, accusing them four of the council members going after them, you know, viciously. You know, a cell block attack there in the Sam pipes room, uh, accusing them of being uh, in the pocket. Doing the bidding of the Merced real estate community, the boosters, you know, the folks that contributed to the campaign. Of course, overlooking uh, some of the other candidates and who contributed to their campaigns and the motive behind that. Oh, no, it's a, div- it's, a, it's, a, it's a divided council, my friends. And it was really interesting to see out of the strategic planning session one of the comments, one of the topics. Of discussion you know very informal I really uh, really kind of like this almost gives you an inside look of what the uh, closed session must look like especially when Jesse attacked four of the sitting council members uh, about their allegiance whether it was to the people or to industry and again I I would question councilman or uh, allegiance sometimes to who he, is carrying the water of, but again, uh, the rental registry rearing its head, tenant rights, very, very big uh, topic of discussion, especially in light that we are still in, even though we have the nice weather, the creek is gone down to its uh, post, post or pre, pre-flood level, uh, very, very low, you know, the little ripples, you can see the gravel bottom, people are starting to dig in again, they're feeling a little more comfortable setting up shop. And you can tell that uh, the state of emergency, you never let an emergency go to waste. Remember that, folks. And so now it's looking like rent control, uh, rental registry, legal protections, right to counsel. All of these things now are on the table under the guise of flood relief. Now, I understand you want to get your lazy boy replaced or the TV that got flooded or The mold that may be growing but uh i i I think to trot out some of these things that have been proven to be restrictive on the production of new housing elements i.e places to live is a conversation and, and waste of city staff time unfortunately again a majority of the city council thought that looking at the rental registry, which was soundly defeated, soundly, that should be looked at again. And again, one of the comments by Cindy Stab, I believe Stephanie D said, well, you know, the outreach last time, that was one of the concerns. I don't know how you can uh, put lipstick on that pig and make it any more palatable to the people that have to pay the freight. But hey, maybe, maybe some more outreach. I think the truth is that it failed the first time, and it should fail again. Matthew Serrato burned badly by that, because, again, he was carrying the water for that. This thing morphed into a, you know, well, if you have one or two units, uh, you know, we'll come out, check the batteries in the smoke detector, you know, kick the, kick the gutters, you know, make sure everything is, uh, you know, okie-dokie. And then it morphed in through uh, Chief Parker, our new fire chief from Sacramento, with the grandiose ideas that come with it. Said, hey, you rent one room, you know, you rent a closet, you know, it's got a, a kayak in there for the river, you know, you've got to have, well, you've got to be on the registry, you know, where's your papers? And we're going to come into your house, into your private residence, and uh, even though, you know, your bedroom, well, it may not be affected, but, uh, you know, junior's room, you know, the the grad student, the, uh, the future uh, whoever, you know, we can come into your house and look there. Now, if we see something on the way in, you know, I don't know, down the hallway. What's that? What's that? Do you smell There's, I don't know. But it was just restrictive. It was oppressive. And you know how often they would come out once every 10 years because of the, the bureaucracy associated with it was incredible. But now we've had a flood. Yeah, we've had a flood. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't. That we shouldn't respond to that but uh, you know and bertha god bless god bless council member perez councilwoman perez mayor pro tem bertha perez you know just turns it around i'll tell you what you talk about spin i mean your head is like whoa wait where am my am i on the merry-go-round it you know they the kids would just keep pushing and pushing they wouldn't let you out. you're hanging on the centrifugal force the blood is rushing So Bertha turns it around and says, hey, the landowners ought to be, uh, the landlords, they ought to be happy to have a rental registry. Because how many people did we hear came up at the public forum the last time this was trotted out before the citizens that said, you know, I had a leak for years and I was afraid of reporting it. And, you know, by the time I did the dry rod, it was You know, it was a sinkhole in the middle of M Street. It was just unbelievable. And Bertha's uh, logic, again, this backwards logic. You know, let's find out what's wrong with you by doing an autopsy. Hey, you know, you got a bad heart valve. Yeah, but I'm dead. That's what she wants to do to the real estate community, to the landlords. And again, dare I say a majority of the council, because they voted to have city staff waste their time again. I'm looking at a rental registry. So again, I hope the boosters—you elected these people. <laughs> uh, it's unbelievable. Hopefully, uh, I don't know. Maybe you guys have changed your mind. Maybe the real estate community is like, "Hey, welcome in the rental community, the uh, property management community." It's just another fee. I don't know, you folks that own uh, private property, like paying uh, paying for the uh, you know the Dalmatian, the, uh, the the engine, the rig, the. People will bring the ladder truck, you know, show the kids when they come out. But you have to pay that fee every year. I don't know. They were talking a couple hundred. You know, it's it's not a big deal. $10, $20 a month. What do they say? A couple of of cups of Starbucks. A couple of cups of coffee. That's how we justify these things. So anyway, goals and priorities of council taking advantage, especially a majority, while we have this state of emergency on this beautiful, bright, sunny saturday they'll be discussing these issues on february 21st and i would just i would encourage you because again they use the uh, you know everybody that came up to speak man they wanted uh, you know they wanted police uh, defunded they wanted you know rental registry rent control you know right to counsel who do you think's gonna pay for all that you're gonna start paying for lawyers paying the rent into a uh, real estate uh, trust fund doesn't go to the landlord until the dispute is settled. you guys, is the real estate community, are you, are you guys up for that? I forget. Seems like when I talked to you, you weren't. But maybe, I don't know, it's a diverse group. It is a diverse group. But you know what they all do? Is sell real estate. And so I think you have to keep your eyes on the prize. And in a capitalistic system, in a free enterprise system, which we are, The best one on the face of the earth. I think we need to keep our eyes on the prize. And so when we hear these rent control, rent control. Can you imagine this stuff coming out of the 70s, the 80s? Where do these people get this stuff from? Of course, I don't know. What's old is new again. And when you talk about a rental registry, I mean, this right to counsel, all this other stuff. And, you know, the mayor correctly The mayor correctly said, you know what we have? We have code enforcement. We already have the vehicles in place to take care of these issues. Something else that Councilwoman Perez, excuse me, Mayor Pro Tem, wanted was, uh, you know, clean up the downtown, the blight, these business owners. Go after them. Those boarded up buildings, you know, where the, the transients have burned. Go after them. And I'm not saying that she's wrong, but how many times do they board them up? How many times do you replace the windows when you have no enforcement? One hand washes the other. You can't have one without the other. Mir Serato uh, made the comment about homelessness. Well, you know, enforcement does nothing. But yet everybody's on drugs and we need more drug drug programs. What? Where's the logic there? Shouldn't we enforce the drug laws? And then maybe people would be less inclined to use, but we don't, so we don't. And so then we say law enforcement's ineffective, but yet when we send social services or some of these folks out, man, they want a guy with a pipe. That's right. They want a guy with a gun and a badge and a a unit and and a radio. That's right. So if law enforcement is ineffective, why do you... See, it makes no sense. I think we've lost our way, my friends, in some ways. But we haven't as far as the end of the the end of the segment. Man, they come up quick. Quick, quick, quick. So happy to be here with you on a Saturday morning getting ready for the weekend. It's a well it already is February 18 2023. My name's Casey Steed, the voice of your valley on Merced's News Talk Station 107.3 FM 1480 AM KYOS. We'll see you right after these brief commercial messages. Ten legs and tailgates all up in the moonlight and by the way, Listen, us payday Live it up for the weekend Pull it up in the time of your life Take a shot for the regrets Double up and it's about to give a while Ain't lettings let you head out We know ain't nobody scared now
1: Just do your thing Double up and it's about to get a while Ain't lettings let your Bloody head out wild.
0: Yeah. Waking what? Hey, here we are Saturday morning. My name's KCC, the voice of your valley on Merced's new stock. 107.3 FM, 1480 AMKYOS. February 18th, 2023. Bunch of jacked up trucks. That's right. All the little county roads out there in Merced. So great this time of the year to get out, see the country, go to Oakdale. Go out there to Snelling. Go out to River Valley. See the green verdant hills. Maybe go up to Raymond. Go over to LaGrange. Have a a highball. Enjoy yourself, man. Enjoy life. Let me tell you, it's too short. Too short. Heard some stories this week. Break your heart. Break your heart. Talked about my friends that have passed. Good people in the community. People you don't know. Happens every day. I know I'm not telling you anything new, but still. One of those deals. Enjoy life. So you get a beautiful spring. Is it spring yet? I don't know. Let me look on the count. I don't even. President's Day coming up Monday, but uh, spring like weather. Let's just put it that way. Still a little brisk. You know, a little cool in the morning. A little frost on the roof. No, not the gray hair on your head. I'm talking about real frost on your roof. If you don't, you probably have bad insulation. You may want to, or you have a grow house. Little uh, law enforcement tip. That's how you can tell. You know the house that's glowing in your name <laughs> because they've got uh, you know fifty thousand watts per square foot of uh, artificial lighting. Just teasing. You don't see that too much. Remember Bellevue in the old days during the uh, the depression, the uh, housing uh, recession. Not the only houses out there were grow houses. Every once in a while they'd lose one. You know to torch, give the fire department a reason to roll the units. Anyway, uh, speaking of destruction. Sad news this week. Sad, sad, sad. I mean, really sad news. World Color Press, and I use the old name just like I do Castle Air Force Base. You know, what is it? The mid-California International Trade District. Now, the engine, the train engine's probably warming up right now, switching the tomatoes. Remember, that was the latest generation. Well, Castle Air Force Base was a powerhouse just like... World Color Press was back in the day. I don't know. I grew up. Well, the eighties were uh, were my youth. My uh, my youth, and a lot of a lot of people I knew had jobs out there. I went down to Southern California, but a lot of people that stayed here worked at World Color Press. At some point, it seems like very very good jobs for the area. Heavy industrial, heavy, heavy industrial. I mean, they had some presses out there made in. Germany, you know the German uh, precision, the quality, unbelievable. And of course, they produce the TV guide. I don't, you, you kids are like a what guide? A, yeah, TV guide. That's right, little, a little book like the size of the Bible because it was the TV Bible. Man, if you didn't have a TV guide, all the magazine subscriptions, the first thing they'd advertise: TV guide for a year, two years. 15 years. I don't know. People were signing up for TV, guys. And it was one of those things. You talk about disposable. Some people would rip the pages off as the uh, days would go by. That was really frustrating because all the good articles. But anyway, World Color Press announced this week that they were closing for good. April sometime, Time, Let's use our math. February to March. That's 30 days. March to April is another 30 days. And we're already into February. So less than 30 plus 30. That's 50 days. Less than uh, a couple of months. And those jobs are G-O-N-E. Gone. Like the wind. At one time, 900. 900. And let me tell you, Merced was a lot smaller than back in 1981. Sounds like a movie. Back in 1981, Merced was maybe, oh, I don't know, 40? 36,000? So you get 900. Now, don't ask me to do the MCOE math percentage what percentage of the population of that was, but it was huge when you consider this non-ag. You're not out there in the dirt. You're not, uh, you know, growing strawberries. You're not, uh, you know, whatever you're doing out there in the dirt. And believe me, there weren't the almonds that you see now. We used to grow rice here. Can you believe that? Talk about water intensive. Merced County, I think the rice actually uh, was pretty big. I don't even know if it makes it onto the farm report now. But anyway, uh, Walmart, or excuse me, I'm looking at some of my notes about the Walmart Distribution Center, trying to uh, make a correlation. Uh, but World Color Press, uh, gone. 250 good uh, jobs will be gone just in a couple of months. Sad news, it's not a, a Chamber of Commerce moment. And a half a million square feet of warehouse. That was a big building out there on Cooper. Huge building. It's got a rail spur. It's got, uh, it's got everything. It's got it all. And now it's going to be gone. And uh, I, I look at—I made some notes about the Walmart distribution center because, again, we lost that due to the efforts of local people. They didn't want the Walmart distribution center. You know, the open shop, the, the non-union Walmart distribution center was a threat to organized labor. And that's really what the issue was. So they have the local shills, the local uh, you know, pro-union pro folks uh, have some very specious argument arguments that gummed up the works for 1,200 jobs. You'd have shift change. Oh, I don't know. Let's see in about, what, 20 minutes. And we lost that a few years ago. And now here World Color Press, the came numbers. And let me tell you, when World Color Press... Came number said, "You didn't have these people. Oh, they use ink. You know that might be—is that hazardous? Is exposure to the ink? What about the paper? They get a paper cut. You didn't have that. There was a time we welcomed business. There was a time we wanted employers to come to this town without onerous regulations and in the state. Dare I say, it's very, very hard for a municipality like the city or even the county to buck." some of the uh, requirements of the state, but they can streamline it, which they've tried. But the, the point is, is when you start using these toxic chemicals, inks, this and that, solvents, you got to clean the rollers. What do you think they use, a, a Q-tip? No, you're talking thousands and thousands of gallons and tons and pounds of product that need to be disposed of. And, and you know, looking at reading the tea leaves, by the statement from the county, you know, or by, by the company, excuse me, I was going to say they want to be more uh, more efficient. That wouldn't be a county statement. But by the company, they need to be as efficient as they can. And they just can't do it. So they're going to consolidate their operations. They employ thousands of people. And 250, while it uh, may seem a small percentage, well, to those 250 people, it's a big deal. And to the city of Merced, it's a big deal. And I emphasize with them, it was interesting to see in the uh, some of the coverage of this that uh, Darren McDaniel has a tie to World Color Press, as his father came to be a press room operator back in the '80s. Probably a pretty good job, uh, or supervisor, I think, is what it said. And again, Darren, a young man raised here in the area, going to become, su- uh, went on to become supervisor. Worked for, I believe, Jeff Denham's office. Has been involved in politics and has seen the decline of the area. And I think this is uh, just outside of his district. Could be in his district. I know he has part of the Loft Borough area. Of course, you never see him at a council meeting here in the city of Merced. Nor do you see any of the other supervisors that represent a portion of the city. You never see Rodrigo Espinoza. You never see Josh who? You never see them, but again, World Color Press gone. You will see them leaving town, and of course, the Walmart distribution center never even coming to town. Still, an almond orchard out there, as quiet as can be, which is really interesting because Joel Knox, who's president of the Golden Valley Neighborhood Association, he uh, he came to the last town hall meeting and was disappointed in a couple of things one is the preparation for the flood that happened golden valley neighborhood uh they're over there by the golden valley high school which they take their name from now they were all so the area where the walmart distribution center was going to go joe knox president of the golden valley neighborhood association one of the plaintiffs in the legal actions against the walmart distribution center and hate to say it he was successful it's it's not there and now he's upset about the noise from the traffic well joel i really wish we had noise from those trucks coming in and out of the dc that should have been there but let me just let me just play the comments i don't disagree about the preparation for the flood he's complaining about his pumps over there uh, in the neighborhood not working maybe if they had some more tax dollars They could replace the motors. I don't know. Anyway, let's just play that real quick before we go out of this segment.
2: My name is Joel Knox. I'm the chair of the Golden Valley Neighborhood Association. And some of the uh, comments I have are ones that were raised by individuals within our group. So rather than have a bunch of people here at the microphone speaking, I'm going to just Talk about a couple of them that came up. First of all, um, I want to compliment uh, the the city for the response to the flooding. Well, if you
0: could, could you back off just a little bit from the microphone? I can never back. <laughs> just a little. I can, it's a little hard here. Yeah.
2: Perfect. Uh, compliment the city and uh, thank them for the response to uh, the flooding over in our area. Um, but uh, we were very disappointed. Just very, very dis- very disappointed in the preparedness uh, for a flood in our area Um, it's been well known that the the pumps in our area were in need of uh, uh, fixing and uh, as would be expected with the flood with the rainfall that we had in our area they overheated and um, we had some major issues with that so we would just uh like the city to be a little more proactive um in, in taking care of uh some of our city equipment in that in our area um, it's old and uh, it, there needs to be more adequate upkeep on it we do appreciate the uh, city bringing out the bins that for individuals that had um, water damaged uh, property and uh, so for that we, we thank you um, <clears throat> the other issue uh, was a little bit it was addressed a little already and that is in regards to the bypass um, that are coming through we're, we're, we're thrilled to hear about them um, but we have some major concerns and particularly the people that live in the area um, along Childs Avenue and that's um, the racers we, we have individuals running the down or running driving down the street um, all hours all the time Uh, and I don't even live along the road and we can hear them and I know the police have helped address it um, you know each time we've had to call in but uh, it's really really getting to the point where um, it needs to be uh, looked at more closely on what we can do about um, slowing these people down I know I drive down uh, M Street now and I see since you know we had a big accident down there that uh, there's a a radar police officer there all the time um pretty much and uh, you know we need to see something like that along here where the uh, bike path um, is being proposed Uh, evidently it's on the side of the road that's going to be right there by the road and so we're we're very concerned that uh, the city take that into effect and their account when they when they look at that. Last thing, real quick.
0: Ooh, uh, times up. Times up. Okay, we can we can talk afterwards. Okay. Flood preparedness in the Golden Valley area, uh, street racing, traffic safety, which is a right. constant concern. I'd encourage you to talk to Police Chief Wallace. So we can talk to you afterwards too. Ask him about some of the uh, traffic investments and traffic calming measures investments we've made. Certainly not going to solve the problem, but hopefully no, we, no, we, we just want we're going some towards it. Some okay. So again, the street racing over there in the Golden Valley Neighborhood Association, not just a. Uh, Concern of theirs, but uh, all over the city, you hear about the excess speed, the uh, running of the red lights, that sort of thing. That was another issue that came up at the strategic planning session, possibly bringing red light cameras to the city of Merced. I think that's a horrible idea. Uh, It only enriches the vendor. Doesn't really help the situation. But again, kind of interesting to me that we could have had a Walmart distribution center over there bringing in the tax dollars for more police to take care of those traffic-related issues. Those quality of life issues. Maybe replace the pumps, so the storm water gets discharged. Again, you can't look a gift horse in the mouth, and it's so sad. That the folks that were against the Walmart distribution center—well, they killed it, and they—it's uh, never to come back. I hate to tell you, not not what it was proposed to be. That's for sure. All right. Well, we're out of the second segment of Citizen Watch Saturday morning. February 18th. My name's Casey Steve, the voice of your valley on Merced's news talk station. 107.3 FM, 1480 AM, KYOS. We'll be right back. Every time we unite you know, I took a shot for the regals We've and to give up a while Hey ladies, let your head out We know ain't nobody scared I hear lies Do you like a spring break We you, make it yeah. It's a hundred in the shade With the sun beating down folk calling for some more of the same. Well, I can't fix that. No. But I can fix a drink. Yes, I can. You know some nice iced tea?
1: I turn on Fox News and then CNN, but it's the same dang
0: thing all over again. Well, hopefully not here at Citizen Watch. My name's Casey Steed, the voice of your valley. That's what you're listening to on Merced's News Talk Station. 107.3 FM, 1480 AM, KYLS, Pour us on ice, baby. Take us any way you want, straight. Or uh, maybe with a little uh, a little mixer. Well, let's put that on pause. Hey, here we are, February 18th, Saturday, February 18th. So happy to be with you. Could not do it without you. I run into so many people during the week that uh, just give me the encouragement to keep going on. They say they like hearing the show, they like being able to listen to. It's listenable. Which, uh, let me tell you, it's hard to do. You never know. Uh, I'm talking. I'm in a padded room. And uh, sometimes they lock the door from the outside. And it's uh, one of those things where you wonder how you're being received in the public eye. And uh, so I really appreciate the comments, good or bad. Sometimes, you know, you wonder. People come up, they're like, hey, man. And you're like, oh, here it is. You always watch the hands. Uh, You always watch the hands. But no, most people are uh, very, very nice let me uh, continue. I kind of got off onto a rant there about world color press being gone, looking at what we could have had in the Walmart distribution center. Again, uh, we need uh, that kind of those kind of jobs, folks. That's our uh, unfortunately, that's where our uh, level of skill is. Not to say that working at uh, was it quad, Quadcom or Quadcore, whatever the heck they call themselves. Big deal. Something else that's uh, not going to be coming to the city of merced is the bike race the uh hein cappy I, I never could say that right this is the uh bike race that doug fletch uh big big cyclist guy the uh what would we call him the lance armstrong of merced? no i don't think maybe i don't know lance kind of had some had some issues there uh take the pictures off the wall during the, the hotel stays anyway bike race is off until next year because, uh, believe it or not, the roads are bad. No, not the asphalt roads. Uh, the, the off-road roads, uh, you know, washed out. The, uh, what was it, La Paloma had some uh, big damage. And these guys were going to do uh, what they call a, a dirt, a gravel, a gravel course. Again, our own city streets could be considered a gravel course at this point. But uh, that's not the point. I guess you got to get the ambulance, you know, the emergency personnel in case... In case somebody goes over the handlebars, there is going to be a smaller race. It's my understanding, but very disappointing news, because that was going to, you know, fill up the El Capitan, uh, give us that kind of, uh, hitting my pen on that, making noises. I always get after Roger for hitting the microphone. But uh, again, not going to have the race this year, so hopefully it'll be here next year. I think they've made the commitment to uh, come back. Very expensive to put these things on. Huge, huge deal. Also wanted to give you a little scuttlebutt. Uh, FEMA, Federal Emergency Management Agency, uh, big on the recovery effort here in the county of Merced. As you know, we are a disaster area. We have we have been claimed as such by the governor, by the federal governor, by uh, President Bush. Or no, not Bush. I'm sorry. Biden. I knew it started with a B. Anyway, President Biden... Uh, giving uh, giving the emergency declaration. And FEMA is maybe opening another office in Planada next week, maybe Wednesday or Thursday, in the community center parking lot. Again, this is just a uh, fairly good rumor. And I think it'll help a lot of people out there. Folks uh, complaining in Planada, hard to get federal aid because you have to do the old, uh, you know, you got to show, uh, show the papers. And some people... Uh, Well, the word undocumented, they don't have the documents to show people. Um, The other thing is distance, Uh, getting to the fairgrounds in Merced, which there is still a FEMA office operating at the fairgrounds in Merced. I don't know if they've got the post office open yet. One of the uh, folks that uh, we come across in the community, in our real estate community, is Lauren Ganella, a fixture in the community, a savant, if you will, of the real estate community with his vast, vast knowledge in the industry, has given uh, talks to various civic groups, organizations, nonprofits, uh, board of supervisors, city councils over the year, over the years uh, in, in various capacities, individuals. I had a little primer with Lauren in his office years ago when I was running for and I'm talking years ago one of the first times I ran for uh, for a elected position he took me up uh, had the white board uh, had the the uh, information about the real estate industry the trends that sort of thing very very interesting and I know he's been uh, recently speaking at some uh, some clubs some groups some service clubs rotary that sort of thing and I would hope And I would put this out, I don't know if there's anybody listening, but I would hope that the Merced City Council would invite Loren Canella to give his real estate update for 2022, 2023, and also the future of real estate, the economy. Very, very important, as you know. What happens economically, real estate, a big deal here. You know, location, location, location. Well, guess what we have here? We have the UC Merced and a thriving Thriving Merced College, as well as the industry that goes around it, and I think that uh, Lauren's insight uh, would be welcomed. And I, I would hope the city council would treat him a little nicer than they did last time. They uh, dare I say attacked Lauren and the industry. I mean, you know, let's uh, let's not uh, go after the uh, go after the message uh, bearer. You know, let's not, uh, you know, kill the messenger just because you don't like the state of real estate, affordable housing. You know, what are you doing about that? Blah, blah, blah. He's just he's just trying to give his insight from years of experience, you know. And again, if we could solve all these problems, well, we're listening. But I don't think that you should discount what Mr. Ganella can uh, bring to the conversation. And I would hope that the city council, as well as others, would invite Lauren. He's gracious. He's gracious, and even in the face of those disparaging comments aimed not at the individual, but at the industry, he still held the higher ground and got the information out. And I think folks uh, could, uh, could benefit from that. The Super Bowl, I'm going through issues. The Super Bowl last weekend, great, great game. The, uh, <laughs> the stuff around it, I don't know. There was a comparison a few years ago when Prince was the halftime entertainment and he hit it out of the park they said a uh, prince concert with a football game around it i think this was a football game with a lot of uh, well quote unquote entertainment around it but what a game unbelievable to watch the philadelphia eagles uh, just crushed by a, a controversial call i'm you know again when they're that close when that close, it made a good game. And then, of course, the whole thing about being with friends and family, your loved ones, uh, good food, good conversation. Uh, really a nice time. It was interesting. Where I was was out by the campus parkway, the new campus parkway, the extension, basically, uh, there towards the, uh, what would that be, the north end. And I kept hearing all this popping after the game. And I thought, oh, you know, people with fireworks. And I exclaimed to the homeowner, man, a lot of people out there, you know, are celebrating they go, No, that's the racing. The race cars that go down, uh, when I say the race cars, you know, the people that have the the jacked up, the souped up, you know, the 14-inch uh, diameter tailpipe hanging out the back. You know, it looks like a uh, muffler off of a semi. You know, it has the uh, rat-a-tat-tat, the bap-bap-bap, the pop-pop-pop, uh, you know, whatever they're doing out there. And uh, that stuff carries. I thought there would DB level. Boy, am I sounding like an old guy. Get all these kids with their cars. But, uh, you know, I guess the campus parkway, quite the, uh, the quarter-mile strip. You really get some speed going out there. And uh, the, the youngsters, they used to use the parking garage down here by the station. I'd hear them late at night screaming around, just, you know, going in circles. Uh, where I don't know who buys the tires or where they get them. Maybe they take them off. Maybe those are cars you see jacked up on rocks in the middle of your neighborhood late at night. You know, maybe they, maybe they get in the free tires there. But uh, then they had the shooting at the parking structure. You know, that, that homicide just kind of put a damper on uh, taking your car out and going in circles. Drifting. And then they call it drifting. Drifting the night away. So, uh, anyway, after the Super Bowl, hearing the, uh, the rat-a-tat-tat of the, uh, of, the, uh, of the distant thing. Hey, let me play one more uh, real quick cut uh, from the town hall that would, happened uh, first part of the month. I think it was on the 9th. And this is a lady uh, from the uh, Leadership Council for America wanting, again, just some more tax dollars. Let's play that real quick going out of the 8 a.m. hour.
1: Good evening, Council. My name is Madeline Harris. I'm with Leadership Council for Justice and Accountability. Um, And as you all know, Merced is in a housing crisis, and that housing crisis is exacerbated by flooding. So I wanted to talk to you about some short- and long-term housing budget requests that we've been talking to community members about at our community meetings. So in terms of long-term, it kind of is also the short-term because as you know, the application for the Affordable Housing Trust Fund to qualify for a state match for what you allocated from the budget last year is due in April. Um, And so that means that the city needs to identify a long-term sustainable funding stream in order to qualify for that state match. So the time is now to do that, and the public should be engaged about what that funding source is going to be. Um, And then we also need a long-term funding source for the youth jobs program that is currently operating as a pilot from the ARPA allocations from December, 2021. Um, And there's a big need for a right to counsel and landlord tenant mediation program in Merced. I can't tell you how many times Shang when she was a policy advocate and me now um, get calls from tenants who are facing, you know, landlord harassment, habitability issues, uh, evictions, rental increases and need an advocate. Um, and then also um, extreme heat weatherization program um, that would be great if there could be some assistance for low-income households and, and rental units for them to get weatherized seeing as though with climate change we're seeing more and more um, days of extreme heat um, and a first-time homebuyer program that has twenty-five percent of the funds dedicated for farm workers we work with farm worker families who have requested this time and time again um, and then i want to get to some of the short-term things um as i'm sure you know things are a bit messy with the aftermath of the flooding. Um, And as you'll hear from the next speaker, there are some serious habitability issues that aren't being addressed by landlords. And so one of the things that we've brought up several times in our advocacy to city council is the need for a habitability program. So this could look like rental registry, which I know the council has considered in the past, Um, or it could look like something like LA's rental escrow account program, where tenants can pay into an account when habitability issues aren't getting addressed by landlords, so they're still paying rent, but the landlord can't access that rent until after they fix the issue. Um, And then filling in funding gaps that have been left by FEMA and Cal OES for flood recovery, We've been hearing from folks in Merced and in the county and Planada about the amount of people who are getting denied um, assistance from FEMA and a lot of the times this is due to folks being undocumented, um, but overall there have been a lot of gaps and there's a need to fill in those gaps. And then lastly, relocation assistance for tenants whose properties are going to be red tagged um, after code enforcement inspects them. Um, thank you.
0: Thank you. All right. Did you want, or, I'll, let, I'll let your next week up. Did you want, uh, uh, with those questions too, you want comments or I don't know how much time we're going to have left.
1: Are you going to allocate money in the budget for these things?
0: It's <laughs> <laughs> expensive. So you hear the mayor's comment at the end, hey, expensive, all those, uh, you know, social programs we want. And again, folks, uh, keep your eye on the ball, especially when it comes to measure C and some of the council members wanting to pervert that into, well affordable housing, uh, rent control, rent subsidies, uh, guaranteed income. You name it, it's on the table. And the leadership council trying to uh, dictate the conversation, where it goes. Hopefully uh, there's uh, voices that will stand up at these meetings and talk. There's one Tuesday night. I don't know, it seems to be a majority of the council is buying into this rhetoric. I don't know, uh, folks, this last election... Really got to uh, research your candidates. I think you do, my friends. Mi amigos. Hey, we're out of time for uh, this segment of Citizen Watch. My name is Casey Steed, the voice of your valley on Reset's News Talk Station 107.3 FM, 1480 AM. KYOS will see you, you next whiskey weekend.
1: Malapu, Cuervo, Coke in a cup. Brother, I can hook you up. I can fix some drinks. pour it on ice. Sit on up and get you feeling right I can get you buzzed I can get you smiling I can make you feel like you're sitting on